0: This is the Extravagant Promises Podcast, and I'm your host, Gregory. Are these extravagant promises? We think not. This is a podcast about reckoning, recovery, and redemption. Tonight's episode is episode number 39, Funeral Pyre. Before we get started, I'd like to go over the basic... Uh, housekeeping items. First, I do apologize that it's been a while since I podcasted uh, about a month and uh, and I put up an episode and and it's my goal to try to put a lot of content up now and maybe in past episodes I've alluded to the fact that I have at least temporarily um, left my professional life behind I had a major catharsis and life events over the spring, but then definitely in Venice, as I've shared with you guys in Italy, living there. And I decided that my law practice and the specific type of litigation and trial work that I did was um, inconsistent with my serenity and my program. I didn't have any relapses or anything like that. I'm still strong like bull, but um, I just... You know it was just one of those things where it's like can you continue to live and do this and hold fast to your values and the answer for me was no um on a lot of different levels and so um so now i'm, I'm kind of semi-retired and even just saying the words like semi i'm trying you know I'm, I'm i'm in kind of a holding pattern where i figure some things out and heal um and one of the things i really want to do is is really kind of increase the 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 footprint of this podcast and, and, and put more content out and I'd like to lighten it up a bit. Sometimes I think I come off as way too heavy. Um, but I'm really just trying to, trying to serve and, and just be the best, you know, recovering alcoholic that I can. And, um, anyway, so I'm just, I'm just so full of joy right now and light of heart. And, I'm, um, um, so, but I apologize for, to my loyal listeners, however few or many you are that, you know, I really appreciate it. Um, so as a, as a precursor, number one is this is not an officially sanctioned AA meeting or approved literature. Um, it is merely a compliment or a supplement to my program and hopefully yours. Something to be that candle out there in the darkness that you see if you're alone, if you're traveling, if you're just at home and you can't get to a meeting. Maybe listening to this podcast can, can help you. Um, connect with your program, connect with your higher power and, and connect with your sobriety. Um, but it is uh, not uh, meant to be uh, an AA program. Number two is I'm not a uh, a funeral, God, I can't believe I just said that. I, I'm looking at the screen, it says funeral pyre. tonight. It's episode is called Funeral Pyre and I'm pretty excited about it. Um, but I'm, <laughs> I'm not a mental health professional. You can tell i'm getting over a cold um this is not meant to be medical advice i I do encourage everyone to have a psychology or a psychiatric or some sort of counselor or therapy program It, it really does help um you know bill w and the old timers really knew that there was a lot there that they didn't know and we still don't know and we'll never know but you know a.a. AA is just part of, of of the puzzle, you know. I think it's a big piece of that puzzle. Maybe maybe the biggest number of slices in the pizza, but um, but it's not the only slice. And um, and for me, you know, um, my program is holistic. You know, it involves physical health and well being. It involves mental health program with a just an amazing therapist who I think credit. I credit my sponsor and my therapist with saving my life. You know. Um, having, you know, if you're spiritual and you are a member of a denomination or a faith, you know, like having that be an active part of your life, having, having, um, you know, sponsoring men and women in your program. Um, and then finally, the, the component that I think is probably most important are your relationships. And, and when I want to say most important, nothing's more important than sobriety. I just think of this as, as part of the holistic view a part of sobriety is like, how do I stay sober? You know, number one is AA. Number two is my therapy. Number three is, um, my relationships. And then number four is taking care of myself, you know, um, meaning my physical and mental well and, and, and understanding that self-care is not self-indulgence. All right. But anyway, I'm not a mental health professional. Um, number three, um, you know, anonymity is a spiritual foundation of all our traditions ever reminding us to place principles over personalities. Please respect mine. I will respect yours. I will never out you. I will never disclose any of my listeners identities. Um, if you have a comment or something, I love it. Please give them to me. I will respect you. Please respect me. You know, um, in the world of public shaming and doxing and all this, um, I'm very vulnerable by having myself out here. Um, it's not hard to figure out who I am. Um, probably I've been a little bit too loose with that in some ways, but like connect, you you can connect the dots pretty easily. And, um, and if you wanted to hurt me, I, I suppose you could, you know, um, but I would just ask it, you know, you're not, and that we be kind and generous and gentle with each other. Number four is this is free. And this will always be free i will never accept solicitate i will never solicit donations or payments nor will i ever advertise on this podcast um it's just this is my act of service and it needs to be entirely um it disconnected from commercial benefit um to me and um so that that way you know that it's pure you know it's pure of heart it's pure of intention and um i don't want anything out of it other than to serve so let's get it on um tonight is episode number 39 and i called it funeral pyre and um remember that Doors song come on baby light my fire you know i love become a funeral pyre well you know the point is that um i really struggled as i've shared in past episodes with steps four five six and seven um, and why don't, we, why don't we just jump in the big book real quick, and, uh, or the 12 and 12, actually, that I have right here, and let's, let's, let's just reread those, um, those steps. You know, step four is um, made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. Step five, admitted to God, ourselves, and another human being the exact nature of our wrongs. Step six, we're entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. And step seven, humbly ask him to remove our shortcomings. And, um, you know, it, 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 it's an interesting, it's, it's interesting what your disease and what the subtlety and the beauty of the program can do to kind of conspire to make it hard to to take, so to speak. And I'd like to discuss that this evening. So when, when I first came in the rooms, um, I had about, you know, um, I don't know if I had picked up six months or not, but maybe about six months of sobriety. When my first sponsor, who was an amazing man, um, threatened to fire me because I wasn't um, or quit me as a sponsor because I wasn't working the steps hard enough and quickly enough, and um, you know, I really freaked out and was like, "Please don't," you know, and what do I got to do? And he's like, "You got to read these books and." And, and, and we got to work it. And and I had like a journal that was, it was an orange. There's a company called Shinola out of Detroit. And I had this journal and I put a big four on the front of it. And I like, I mean, I had charts. I, I did everything in the big book, you know, all the resentments, Pat, I mean, past things, um, you know, but, but, but for whatever reason, um, you know, I had this dual process going on where it was like, You know, I looked at my character defects as like me being a shitty human being. And that basically what I'm asking God to do is, Hey, here are my character defects. I'm a worthless, pathetic loser. And I don't even deserve the beauty of the program. I don't deserve your forgiveness. I'm unworthy of forgiveness, but Hey God, would you mind, um, lifting those from me and making me cleansed of those? And I just didn't buy it. You know, I didn't, I didn't get it. Um, and it took a couple times, you know, and 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 the first sort of tranche was, as it were, the first I'd say that there was a failed attempt at step seven. Um, and then there was a second attempt, which was when um and, and it was successful, you know, when when uh a a, a a person in the rooms or people in the rooms told me a couple of things, which was number one, when you say you are unredeemable. And when you say you're unworthy, you are you are playing God. I mean, who are you to tell anyone they're unworthy, including yourself? You know, that's just a right you don't have. That's God's decision. And are you going to tell me God's going to say you're unworthy? And I was like, okay, cool. That really helped me. The second part was when they were like, you know, God's power to forgive is it, it, it eclipses man's power to sin. So it's like, no matter what you've done, God has the power to forgive and you got to ask him or ask your higher power to forgive you and with a whole heart and, and, and be like, it's your decision to forgive or not. Forgive me, God, not mine, please. We forgive me. Will you lift this from me? You know? And, and boom, that was just amazing. And it really did help. And it took However, um, I was still for the better part of my multiple years in the program, you know, um, and just so we're clear, like I'm coming up on five years, uh, you know, at my next sobriety anniversary birthday. And, you know, it wasn't until recently, like I was just so consumed with resentments, this rage towards, um, really two individuals um, who I felt had abused me and had continued to abuse me and, and, and just engage in really horrible behaviors. And I was so resentful of it. And I didn't realize, I mean, I did, cause I'd written it down in the journal, but I didn't realize that resentment's Y'all are going to laugh at me because you just, you go like, hey, man, just go read the freaking big book. It says it. But the resentments, you know, resentment, I was sour. I was, what do you say? I'm sore. I'm sore, you know, and I'm just raw, like, fucking rage because of what was done to me and how, you know, and I realized like my character defect is this burning hot flame of resentment that was what was done to me and I can't get over it. And it's making me emotionally, there were instances where I was emotionally dysregulated. I'm using language that I shouldn't use. I mean, it was basically dry drunks, you know, like I'm not drinking alcohol, but I would wake up feeling hungover, just consumed with rage and emotional unbalance and, and dysfunction and dysregulation. They call it, um, And so, you know, I started, I I was like, you know what, I need to work the steps again with my sponsor. And so I called my sponsor and we talked about it and I went back through and I I got, I got to tell you, I love my sponsor. He's a freaking amazing human being. Cause he's also kind of like, look, you know, enough with the bullshit, like, like move on, you know, and, and like you made your amends, it's done. Don't wallow, you know? And, and I like that. And, and so he told me a story about how he did his fourth step and he had this big scroll or these, you know, stuff he had written down and his, his sponsor um, tore it up in front of him without reading it and was like, it's gone now and he was just like what the fuck You know, <laughs> and i was like and he told me the story like that's what i would do you come see me with that with that book you know i'm gonna tear it up because when we, when you're ready for me to tear it up when you've when you've humbly asked god you know to lift that rock to let you drop the rock so um you know i, I prayed about it i said god if it's your will we will you please, we God. If it's Your will, not mine, come into my head before I do. God, can 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 you help me? find the path to drop the rock to, to to get rid of these resentments, to understand that I'm not accept. I'm not, I'm not resigned to it. I'm not approving it. I'm not ratifying what was done to me, but I'm accepting that it happened. I'm accepting that these are sick people. They're spiritually unwell. And now it's time for me to become spiritually well by releasing this rage and this poison from my body. And you know, it happened. Um, I, I don't know how, you know, and, um, and so, uh, this past weekend, I was up in, uh, you know, celebrating Thanksgiving and I built a big fire in the fireplace. And I took that journal that's, you know, years of, of work in it and dozens and dozens of charts and letters to my therapist or my sponsor or me, you know, like God, you know, and about my resentments, about my the past wrongs, about my defects, all these things. And I just, and I said this, I said, You know, I said it, I've said it many times. I said, you know, my creator, I'm now willing that you should have all of me, good and bad. I pray that you now remove from me every single defect of character which stands in the way of my usefulness to you and to my fellows. Grant me strength as I go out from here to do your bidding. Amen. And what does it say in the big book? That's at page 76, by the way we have now completed step seven and so i was just like you know what time to time to light this pie what did alan Shepard say he was on the launch pad he said light this candle and i was like it's time to it's time to light the funeral pyre and i i put that book on there and i burned that thing you know um and uh yeah and, and, and I realized like, you just, you just have to let, that's the way of just cleansing those resentments. And, um, you know, sometimes, you know, we read the big book and it seems like magic or it seems like mysterious and it seems so, Oh my God, this answers everything. It's like the, you know, like the, the Bengay you put on your back pain and it magically makes it go away. You know, I I don't know if people still use Bengay or not, but I love it anyway. And, um, And then all of a sudden, you know, you use it enough and the smell isn't so strong and the feeling isn't so powerful and you start to interpret that and you start to mix some apple cider vinegar in there with it. Or maybe you put some like lavender oil or, you know, whatever. And you start to complicate it and you get away from the essential oil, the essential truth of the big book and you start interpreting it as like, well, I I mean, I, I really had convinced myself that step five six and seven didn't actually address my resentments you know that like i was somehow misinterpreting it and then i went back and i read it and it's like um hey this is exactly what it says you know it says um let's find where where it just You know, if we were to live, we had to be free of anger. The grouch and brainstorm were not for us. They may be dubious luxury of normal men, but for alcoholics, these things are poison. It's plain that a life that include, which includes deep resentment leads only to futility and unhappiness. Oh, man. You know, like I was like, well, there's the big book that I've read that my sponsor, first sponsor made me read. And we, you know, and I was like, why am I? It's like, it's like every, that's the cool thing. And it's also the, 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 the challenge of the program, you know, it's like the song, amazing grace. I once was blind, but now I see, but just for today, if I don't keep working my program, I go blind again. You know, it's not like, Oh, boom, I'm cured. Okay, cool. I totally understand all the steps. No, I had to go back in there and, revisit step those steps, you know, and I, I, so that's the lesson for today is, you know, ladies and gentlemen out there, my beautiful, loving, kind listeners, you know, ask yourselves this, like, is it time for another walk back through the steps? If you haven't worked the steps, why haven't you, you know, if you haven't, I mean, committed to it and done it right. You know, I meet so many people and they're like, you know, I'm stuck on step three and it's like like somehow, like the program has you stuck on it, you know, and I would say like, hey, I, I work through those. It just for some reason, it's like the medicine the antibiotic didn't work that time, you know it doesn't mean antibiotics don't work, it means like you need to find you need to keep studying and you need to keep praying, and you need to keep going to meetings and then and then figure out like, well, is there a different culture that needs to be taken that maybe a different antibiotic within this this protocol that works. I'm I'm throwing a lot of crazy metaphors at you guys. I'm sorry, but um, but I'm just so you know, it's like when I hear somebody say, "I haven't worked that step," or I'm still, I I didn't do that. To me, that's kind of like saying, you know, I don't. It's it's probably it, it's what my sponsor said to me. He said, "You're freelancing your program. You're not gonna. You're you're gonna drink again. You're gonna use again. You're gonna go off the beam again, because you're not committed to just." Do what it says. And I was so upset when he said those things. And you know what? He was right. And you know what? I had to keep working and I had to go back through it. And every couple of years, you know, maybe every couple of months, you need to go back and be like, have I really surrendered? Have I really turned my life and my will over to God of my understanding? You know, have I really, have I, re, have I rebuilt some, some, you know, okay, so we cleared out all that old concrete, all that nasty hot mix and everything that was there and we've paved, we've repaved a new road. Okay. Are there some potholes that need to be redone or do we need to tear the road up again and, and rework start at the beginning with a sponsor and work back through all the steps? I mean, you know, I don't know the answer to that for you, but, but what I will tell you is this. If you, if you want what we have, do what we do. If you want what I have, I, my life is filled with so much uncertainty and fear and anxiety right now on one level and I have never been more free and happy and joyous in my entire life. I mean, I feel like I could face a firing squad today and, and go meet my God with a smile on my face. That's because of the program. I have forgiven the people who hurt me. I don't accept in terms of, I, 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 ha, I do, I accept that it happened. I accept that my mother is a child abuser. Oh, it's hard to say those words, but it is. I accept it. I accept that my father sat by and watched me get my ass whipped. I accept that my ex-wife threatened me, you know, tried to take everything it threatened to, kill me, threatened to have everything, ruin me, all these things drove me nearly to killing myself. I accept that those are those people who did those things. I didn't want to accept it. I wanted them to be good people. I wanted to be a good kid. I wanted to be loved. I wanted to do right. And I was a fuck up just like everybody else. And I made mistakes. But the point is that I'm not resigned that that's the life I have. I don't ratify what they did. I don't approve of it. I just accept that that's, that they were sick and that that's what they did. You know, and I can't change it. I can't go back and change and be like, if I relive this moment in my mind a million times over, my mom won't make me hang naked from a bunk bed while she whips me with a belt when I was like seven, you know, um, she won't belt my face, you know, um, uh, in front of all my high school classmates. Um, I can't change that. That happened. And I'm, and I'm actually, you know, now as my mess becomes my message and my new journey is underway and I'm, I can't wait to share like where, you know, I don't know where it's going exactly yet, but I've got some ideas and I'm so excited to help you guys on your journeys. Um, but I wouldn't change a thing. You know, my mess is my message. Um, I'm, I've been gifted with an incredible, incredible connection to the God of my understanding, and my higher power. I'm a friend of Bill W's. I don't, I don't need much more than that. You know, um, I'm just overwhelmed with gratitude right now. And, and what I would love for you guys is for you to feel that same overwhelming joy that I do and that security in the program. So, you know, um, not advice giving or opinion, but this sure sounds like a little advice giving and opinion, doesn't it? You know, don't drink today. Go to meetings. Get to a meeting. Call another alcoholic today. I, I challenge you to do that. Call another person on your phone list. Just one person and say, How you doing? That's it. I got a guy, he calls me every freaking morning. He he texts me, how you doing? Same. I know he just cuts and pastes the same text, and and you know I'm like, man, I'm cool. Yeah, thank you, and I appreciate it. You know, I appreciate that. This, you know, and I know that it like it doesn't really matter how I feel about it. I know that this is helping him stay sober, and that makes me feel good that I can be a part of that program. So, write out your list, make your charts of resentments and character defects. Say that prayer, you know, page 76 of the big book, say it. Uh, tell, Tell God, another human being, you know, the exact nature of your wrongs and share it, you know, name it and tame it. Take that damn book and put it on the fucking fire and burn it. And then just say goodbye to all, you know, goodbye to all that. Feel God's warmth and the love emanating from that fire. I love all of you so much. I can't wait to put more content up. I'm, 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 I'm really I pledge to be better about it. Please, 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 please. If you've got comments, you think I suck, I mean, maybe just keep that to yourself. But if you creative and constructive criticism is welcome. Gregory B. at extravagantpromises podcast.com or extravagant promises podcast on Instagram you can dm me or make leave a comment whatever uh, I'm into it I love you all if we are painstaking about this phase of our development we will be amazed before we are halfway through Our whole attitude and outlook upon life will change. Fear of people and of economic insecurity will leave us. We will intuitively know how to handle situations which used to baffle us. We will suddenly realize that God is doing for us that which we could not do for ourselves. Are these extravagant promises? We think not. They are being fulfilled among us, sometimes quickly, sometimes slowly. They will always materialize. If we work for them, dear God, higher power, if it be your will, please help me and help, help all of the beautiful and suffering people inside and outside the rooms, identify and name their resentments and their poison and the, and the anger inside them and tame the anger and the resentment and the poison inside them. Tame it by turning it over to you, our creator who loves us so much and wants only us to enjoy a beautiful life. God, thank you for everything you have given me and all of the fellow sufferers and journeymen and women on the road, trudging the road of happy destiny. Amen.